chair shot. Get it right. Welcome back, Wrestle Nerds. Cavilla here. Let's see you making a way to the ring. Uh, no, Pretty chubby flaco. Dímelo, mi gente. Oh, yeah, Yo, oh, yeah, oh, No, we didn't forget. I'm here for the views. Goats never lose. J.P. Savage. What? Mm. Goats never lose. <laughs> That's not what the farmer said. Um, <laughs> back for the first time, old school Joe. For the first time all over again. That's right. <laughs> Mischief, you heard that? These are the longest intros of my life. Yeah, so nice of y'all to join us this evening. How late are we to the fucking party? Gentlemen, fine evening. Thanks to everybody for another edition of Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots. We're ready to give you that heat, that fuego. Uh, an incredible pay-per-view, some tag team debuts, so much more. But first, first and foremost... I'm fucking getting a PS5. <laughs> yo, 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 but why are you biting off of me though? Because you I'm getting a get PS5. We need, we need to talk about what's important in life, and I'm getting a PS5. And that's are you it. a bandwagon fan? Is that what you're telling me? Dog. Dog. Is that what? Go ahead. You always been an Xbox fan all your life, yo. Aren't you an Xbox One Xbox. fan? Though? It's good. Shout out to Microsoft and the bo- and the finer things in life like Android phones. Ew! Oh my god! Ew! You see, you it's guys, the same kind of person. It's always the same kind of person. It's the person with the Android <laughs> and the Xbox and the green little bubbles when you text them. What? <laughs> I, you are, I might say Xbox does need to implement this whole whole platform thing and, and have both fucking platforms playing each other because that's where it's at right now. That's where it's at, for, at least for me. Yeah, because nobody has Xbox, son. You by yourself. <laughs> Let, listen, it is that amazing of a system that you turn it on every day, don't you, Mischief? Yo, son, uh, motherfucker's busy, son. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I don't care what it's like. Center. The Silver Dome <laughs> is going to be the best platform available. So I will get it. And I'll ride in that spaceship and I'll enjoy myself as a gamer. Shout out to Space Mountain. But also, big shout outs to a big, a big, a big eventful weekend. Uh, <laughs> NXT TakeOver. Uh, we had a pay per view, gentlemen. It was amazing. Uh, yes. Not yes. like in my in, in tu casa. In tu casa. In la casa mia. Uh, uh, Io Shirai opened up. Uh, over. What was that's what I say. That's what I say to Misha's mom. Oh, yeah. to my mom. Yo, I checked. Yo, you ain't never called in that once. Well, nah, that's your daddy. What's good out this weekend, guys? What, what, what did we like about NXT? Ask her who took her to La Roca last week. Oh my god, <laughs> La Roca's closed down. La Roca. Remember, we're in a pandemic. Anywho, you know what wasn't in a pandemic? At WWE NXT booking, because the entire card was dope, man. 
Another NXT that delivered. Another NXT that delivered. Any match you could put out what there like had it? positive things. I, I'm, I mean, I know which one every one of you is going to point out. All the other matches. So I'm going to speak about the one match that I was very skeptical about. And that's the Damian Priest and Finn Balor match. Yo, their styles complemented each other. They brought the best style in Damian Priest. He, that was by far the best match he's had since he's entered NXT. He made Monster Factory proud that night. Now, once again, it's against Finn Balor. But they complemented each other, man. There was a story there. And, and it's a, it's, it could continue being a feud. I just didn't Keith Lee it with uh, Dijakovic, right? But they can continue it going. Even though I think Finn's going for that strap soon, but yeah, that that's the match that stood out for me because I know you're gonna rest on all the other great matches. Most definitely, I agree with that, man. Uh, definitely the best work I've seen Priest though so far, and uh, this was it. I I kind of expected good things, and thank God we got him, man. I wanted to see uh the Priest handle this shit, and maybe you get maybe some good comes from it, man. But yes, what are some of the other matches? Like uh, that North American Championship between Keith Lee and Mr. Johnny Wrestling. Your boy, Pretty Chubby. I mean, Johnny Gargano didn't look... I mean, he looked good, but not that great. And um, and he wrestled, he wrestled good, too, right? No, yeah, yeah. That, that too. And shout out to Candice Ray. She's looking like a sniper. <laughs> but uh, Johnny Gargano doesn't have the best takeover record. Because I, if I'm not mistaken, I think that he's like 4-11. and 11. A takeover. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like Johnny's done it all. Like, what else does this man have to accomplish? He, he needs to go, go back to being babyface. Hill Johnny is not it. Definitely no. not it. But they've invested so much now because it's not just him. It's his wife, too. You know, yeah. so they can't just scrap it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I just think I just think this is a, the fundamental problem. There is that I think Johnny's done everything he can do in NXT. He's exceeded his limit. Yeah, he's 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 the Randy Orton of NXT right now. Is that what we're saying? Jesus Christ, mm. <laughs> that's offensive. Well, I mean, mm. in a short time, in comparison, obviously, to team both careers, but in a short time, he's done it all. He's won every title that there is in NXT multiple times in every avenue. Uh, he's been in, in title matches um, throughout his entire thing. So you're saying, so you're saying that he's a Charlotte Flair of NXT. So you're no, saying you because... shake his hand. Ooh. Did you shake his breasts? What are you talking about? What? Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of NXT. To... I wouldn't want to shake Shout Randy's. That's to today. South Park. Shout out to South Park with that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know, man. I... I, I hear you, babyface is the way to go for him. Um, but I think he might, he might, he might benefit from going either to SmackDown or Raw, and that's very seldom that you hear me say that shit. But <laughs> I think you need some new blood, you know, because at some point you've done it all. Nobody's gonna be excited about it anymore, right? Well, you know, you gotta see him go down and fall and pray to Cross eventually. Now that Champa did it. So, uh, speaking of which, well, I guess we'll get there. But first, we got to cover the last and final um, uh, challenge from Velveteen Dream. Because for as long as Adam Cole remains NXT champion, Velveteen can't challenge for this title belt. And we had this shit outside. 
I, was this news to me only? I did not know this was going to be outside in a backyard, uh, parking lot, whatever the fuck yeah. it was. Uh, whatever yeah. the fuck fuckery we had. A parking lot brawl? That shit was dope, son. It was dope. I just didn't know. But was it announced? Um, I knew at least at the start of the show. Damn, now I'm not sure. You got me off. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think it was announced. Um, I wonder, in that case, I wonder, like, did they reach the corona limit inside? Like, what happened? Why the change uh, of pace? Right? Because remember, now, this is one of the pay-per-views that the, maybe the first one they had that you have the wrestlers on the outside, too. Right? So, it could be a reality. I don't know. Maybe there's a time limit as far as the amount of time they can spend inside the, the arena. I, we don't know those details, but I think the match benefited from it because you saw some awesome spots. Uh, Velveteen had got some stiff shots on uh, on a uh, Roderick Strong and fucking uh, Bobby we got, Fish. We got to see Dexter Loomis right making an appearance. Dexter Loomis, Yo, shout out to Dexter Loomis. Okay, the match was a whole lot of fun. A lot of Eddie Guerrero, John Cena vibes, right? Mm-hmm. That in that parking lot, bro. Um. That's what you want wrestling to be like. That's that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be entertaining. Like I, I and I, if I'm not mistaken, William Regal did mention it. But now, fuck. Now I'm all like. William uh, Regal mentioned that he had like a special match set up for them. That's how he okay. mentioned it. He never yeah, specified, but he that said that sense. he had a special location for them. Whatever. It was great. I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yo, um, a lot of. Had a lot to say about it, but a lot of people got a lot to say about a lot of shit that they don't know shit about. <laughs> a lot of people saying a lot of things these days. You know that Adam Cole spot on the on the windshield? That like hurt. <laughs> he came up caught up from that shit. Bro. A lot of that did. A lot of that did definitely look like it fucking hurt. Um, but Speaking of getting hurt, what hurt more? Damian Priest, Damian Priest landing on them stairs. Oh, oh man, that shit was sick. When he bent, yeah. But se murió, se murió. I wanted to talk about. Oh my bad, JP. What you want to talk about? No, le dije que le dio por el But what hurt, what hurt the most was, I think I'm gonna just verbatim it. Um. The disrespect. You know? No, I mean, no. The, the man... <laughs> the man has done so much for NXT, and and you have him job to this new guy. Oh, in such short, way. short fashion. No, That's... let me tell you, that match was dope the way they did it. I fucking loved it. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not contradicting shit. I was drunk. They drugged me. I don't know nothing. <laughs> but that, um, uh, yeah. Shout out to Killer, 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 Carrion Cross. And, and, um, and he, yo, he did his thing. I didn't expect this, but I think it's a great fucking twist, man. Awesome. Of the entrance. Uh, uh, Scarlet, it was perfect, and you know we can talk about what happens at the end as well because that was even better. Uh, but I, you know, it it wasn't a squash match. That's first and foremost. Even though he won, oh. he did go over, oh. and the match wasn't extremely long, but it was not a squash match. So we can take that out of the book because yeah. uh, Chapa still looks strong in his loss. 
in the way that they booked it, in the way that the match unfolded, the psychology yeah. behind it, right? In a brawl, Champa got caught in a headlock. Like he got yep. caught in a in a chokehold, not a headlock, whatever. And and that's it. Like it happens to anybody. That's that's yeah, that's the right? kind of law that doesn't hurt too bad. You know what I mean? Losing you know, doesn't mean he got buried. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And they and, and they did it in a very tasteful way. And honestly, I, I argue with me, they wouldn't be able to do that on Raw or SmackDown. You can only pull that off on NXT. Right. You don't know so who else got to do that. Uh Ishii uh Io Shirai. Who? 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 Ishii. That's, I, Ishii. That sounds familiar. That's no. not, I think that's I think that's Io on the script Shirai. here. Io Shirai, Io Shirai, yeah. What about her? She she got elevated in uh in her uh what the fuck? <laughs> I mean she is a gen- she is a genius of the sky. Yes, yes, yes. Something that I don't think I saw coming, right? Io Shirai wins the women's draft for NXT. She is the new NXT women's champion. Now she did not pin Charlotte. Let's make very clear she didn't pin Charlotte, but still. She pinned Rhea Ripley. Whose house is it now, Rhea? Shirai's house, baby. Yeah. No doubt. Um, the only thing is, like, I ha- I play a call. I play a lot of Call of Duty. I have like mad custom sets of like sniper vision and shit with fucking uh, X-ray and nights. I saw this shit thirty years from the making coming over here, man. Hell yeah, I knew she wasn't gonna lose that fucking title. Fucking getting pinned at least. Um I I saw her I saw somebody winning, either Rhea be it or EU though. I'm well, fucking, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this much. I'm gonna tell you this much. What this potentially confirms is the latest rumor of Charlotte wanted to fight for the men's title. So now she's won all the titles. She won the NXT title, and she technically didn't get beat for it, but she's like, even within the match and the way she's acted it in every match she's had in NXT, she's above it. So the rumors could be true. Could we be seeing Charlotte going up against the guys? We've talked about it before. She's one of the wrestlers in that women's division, in that roster, that we could potentially believe because she's a bigger, bigger, more forceful person than Tessa Blanchard would ever be. I'm here oh. for it. I'm here for it. Would you pay to see her take a claymore? Say. I I want to just to see them do it and and have her elevated to that platform now. And now we have a discussion. Now Vince can say, oh, there's a discussion now. It's not just Tessa. Right? That's the goal here. It's always the horseman, though. Oh, shit. Um, Where's Arn's girl? He has boys. So I heard oh, one is okay. coming up. One is coming up in the biz. Um, okay. That girl, Arn. Yo, you know, what, you know who's son I heard is about to get in the biz too? Stink's son, bro. Oh, Stink's son's no. about to get in the business. Well, that, and I also heard another rumor that uh, the plan is for The Undertaker for the character to potentially live on through his son. Because his son is the same height and looks like him with the, the, 
the old school Undertaker with the like ginger beard and stuff. You, you mean Gunner? Yeah. Oh jeez. Those are well, some that, of the talks that are ruminating. It's such. It's such good shit. Exclusive behind the curtain information. Now, most likely shit will happen. You're, you're but, connect, man. I listen, when you need to do the job well. You need the right resources. And me, JP Savage, I don't leave home without them. All right? So speaking of home, are we done with in your house? Can we run these motherfucking ropes? I think ropes? we're done with the home. Yeah, let's, let's, let's see what's bumping. Let's, we, let's, let's see what's bumping, though. Actually, no, you're right. Right. I, I think we should do some cardio. Nah, we've I never done this show before. We don't know what the fuck we're nah. doing. Nah, <laughs> not, 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 not at all. What's that number say right there on the, the top of the One thirteen. You mean the one that I changed like five minutes into the show? Oh, because I was gonna say if you move, if we go yeah, three rooms guys. more down, I'm used to more. I'm used to that room instead. One sixteen. One twelve. Shout out to you, Eugene Hill High School. Oh, oh my <laughs> now, what's God. Now listen, listen. We blame YouTube. Ten thirty start. We've had. I promise you, folks. We've had it. One hundred and thirteen episodes where we've been on time. And this is the first, the first time that technology has killed us. Is there a coincidence between the hate that we've been receiving? I think not. I think not. I think not. I think the two uh, calm down, JP. I don't want you taking any shots. I right? this isn't Twitter. This is none of that shit. I right? you're not Randy Orton, okay? Because <laughs> Randy Orton, now that guy takes the shots. Let me tell you something about it, okay? Like talking shots? about it, <laughs> Mr. Orton got to Twitter and took shots at Tommaso Ciampa. Oh my God, who is excited as I am? Uh, you know who isn't? Vince McMahon. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. He was why there. not? That would be fun as hell. I'd love to see that. That's why. Supposedly he got heat because he's like, they haven't planned anything and you guys are out there booking your own shit. Oh. Ain't nobody else booking their but shit. But they're grabbing the brass <laughs> ring, right? Isn't that the point? Z- Zack Ryder the one that's, that that's bullshit, didn't he? It's the one he holds out, though. That's the thing. <laughs> He's got to oh, be holding it, bro. It's when he holds it out. Oh, exactly. Cuando se lo saca, he puts it out. You never get this. La, la, la. You never get this. Champa versus Orton is something we all want to see. And and I think that's going to be a, a, a very well-developed story, especially now that um, Champa got taken out. So quickly? It makes sense. I like it. I'm buying it. I'll take it. No? Okay, hey, I guess. Huh? Maybe Ciampa's out for some time and he just comes back on Raw. Straight from Reed? For this week. Nah, I'm going to keep it real with Todd. I'm going to keep it real with Todd. The only way that feud works and it would be money is if Warren goes to NXT. Because one, have we seen Orin on NXT? No. Nope. Right? That's why Charlotte Going back was dope, because especially after the evolution of the brand, and now we've always we've had the conversation consistently for over for a couple of years now, or at least this year that NXT is that third brand is no longer developmental. So, or- <laughs> 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 
NXT is so far below <laughs> him. Like, that shit is, like, just beneath him. Like, I've never heard him say, like, anything dope about NXT. I could be wrong maybe right now. But, yo, I, like, every time he talks about that brand, it's always on some, like, bullshit. He's never, like, big, like, bigging them up with some real shit. It's always, like, some backhanded bullshit. So, they're, they're the JV squad, you know? Yeah, like, it's always been some shit like that. Like, he just had that, that beef, so... I don't think he's gonna go to NXT. I don't think he would do that. And he's at the he's at the point in his career where he kind of gets to call his shots. Like, this he's is not gonna do like that. I also thought I'd never see Randy Orton twerk, and apparently on TikTok that's what the fuck happened today. Five. So we don't know. It's 2020, bro. Do you see how this year's gone? Anything's yeah, possible. <laughs> that that for sure. That for sure. Maybe, but so uh, I definitely want to. NASCAR. NASCAR. Everything's possible, folks. How, how do you how do you guys feel about uh, Randy Orton's wife getting involved in, in the Twitter beef? I didn't understand it. Oh, what, what happened? What happened? <laughs> so she tweeted out. She said, "At Randy Orton, isn't that the same guy that took credit for all those great matches that he didn't put together?" Ooh. Why was she there? She's trying to rubby sky the situation. What's up with that? And awkward conversations like Shawn Michaels had this past weekend, apparently. Uh, Yeah, it was uncomfortable backstage. Apparently, a producer had some thoughts, and he feels... Apparently, what was a conversation that he said uh, Americans are all treated equally. Um... Tough, tough, tough thing to hear someone say these times. How we well, feel about Shawn Michaels? Well, well, wasn't the conversation that the individual in the back had mentioned, you know, that may be happening in America, but in wrestling, nobody gets treated that way. You try to generalize oh, that. Right. I, didn't, I didn't get that far. No, 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 no. The conversation was about America, about inequality, and getting treated oh, the same. Uh, and this person told Shawn Michaels that he feels like people that do get treated the same, and Shawn said that they don't. And I guess he was professional about it, is what was leaked out. I thought it was uh, it was it was around it, but also directed to, to within the the wrestling industry, and that's I mean, why that, that's why Shawn spoke up because he's like nah, because he's seen things in his day, you know, they've done things in their day. So I think that's why I hit home. But it was, it was diplomatic to a certain degree. It was professional. It wasn't too, It wasn't an aggressive discourse, but there was some stern conversations that we had. And honestly, that's the most exciting thing about the times that we're in right now. This is the first time I've ever felt that the conversations being had on such a macro level, that it's affecting so many entities in our lives. I mean, when you have NASCAR, NASCAR out here making moves... You know, this shit's going great right now. Let's keep this well, engine flowing, baby. Let's keep it flowing. Just like the way the WWE is trying to make all the champions black right now, let's keep the engine going, baby. Let's keep yeah, it going. Except for the Intercontinental Championship, and there's that one guy who's up for potentially taking it, and, and his silence was picked up on by uh, one CM Punk. 
this guy uh, right here. The, the man that's oh, been wait, quarantining right for the last, like, what, like, eight years of his life and has nothing better to do? Who? Hey, he's on Twitch. He's good. He's good. What? He's on Twitch. No, CM Punk. What the oh. fuck is CM Punk doing? He's, at, well, he's, 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 he's training time. for Bellator or some other MMA that he's going to get his ass kicked in. Uh, he has a better chance. He has a better chance to be in total Bellas. He'll probably nah. get a win there. Or nah. we might so see a potential CM, match. CM Punk was just pointing out the obvious, right? He was talking about AJ Styles. AJ Styles' little racist ass comments. Or non-comments, or lack of comments. He said or... pointing out the obvious. That's yeah. crazy. Why? Because AJ, AJ Styles is streaming on Switch, and he hasn't brought up the what's going on in the world right now? I don't know the details. So, so in, previous, uh, in, in previous interactions he's had with, on like Talking Shop with, uh, with Carl Anderson and Gallows and, and Rocky Romero, it's always kind of been brought up that he's very um, right-leaning in his views. And and so oh. Punk, Punk made mention of the fact that, hey, this is stuff we've known for years. So may, maybe, you know, it shouldn't be shocking that he's remained as quiet as he has because of his right-leaning views. So, okay. okay. Is is everybody taking it for what for that though? All of y'all taking it for that? For what it's read as, or like does any of y'all think there's a potential match here? I don't think it's a match. Because nah. I mean, is saying shit about it. work. You think so? Remember, he's he's getting paid by Fox too to be on this one, so you got to stir the pot up. That's what they brought him in there for. They want him on his views, and he's I'll gonna say whatever what? the fuck he wants. He's still mad that it, AJ was a bigger star in ROH than he was in TNA. <laughs> Listen, well, man, if it, if it is a work, uh, winds up being a work, I think this is the safest way to do it. Nothing yeah, really was done here. AJ Styles, yo. And, and CM Punk was, I think, Listen, yeah. Listen, I'm going to tell you this. It's, but I, to a certain degree, I don't think it's, it's fair that, that right now we have to force everybody to fucking unveil their views on what's happening. But this is where we're at. And the simple message of you not even addressing what's happening, people are wondering, what are your views? And when you are a celebrity, when you are in the limelight, this is where we're at, bro. There's these these athletes, professional um, um professional wrestlers, uh, NBA stars, football players, golf, NASCAR, actors, they no longer can hide behind their entity of entertainment. Their lives are, are displayed on social media on a daily basis. So people want to know what's up, especially right now. So the fact that he's not saying anything on Twitch, that's sus. That's not a good sus. look. It's not a good look. Suck a mom head, kind of not a good look. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, brothers. I don't know. Is the phenomenal you know one else? canceled? Nah. Nah. Until, I mean, it, it, uh, he would have to say some crazier shit than Drew Brees did to get canceled. Right? Um, speaking of canceled, uh, well, not canceled, but Paul Heyman is no longer executive um, uh, director of Raw. Um, going forward, uh, what are they going to do with him? He got a promotion. Promoting. He's the head of creative. Head of creative. My bad. Talk to me a minute. 
Yeah, so what's happening is they've realized that the writing, apparently, on Raw and SmackDown have not been so so great. It's been subpar at times. Uh, so now they want to join forces and make some sort of Avengers-created team. Problem is, when you have the bootleg Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles of the creative world... You can't combine <laughs> forces. You can't put Batman with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's not the way it works. When you mix feces with throw up, what do you get? What? A fucking mess. Mischief. Right? We get mischief. <laughs> no, we but get I, that, we got that but, bum right there. But the one thing that does excite me is uh, Paul E, man. Paul Heyman uh, being at the helm. Creatively, I mean, there's something to be seen. Let's see. Uh, there might be an opportunity to get some continuity out of this. <laughs> this is me being optimistic. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know what gives you the impression that anything interesting will come out of this bullshit. <laughs> this just reminds me of what happened the last time he was in control of, like, SmackDown. Like, they're uh, like, yeah, you don't follow the program. Get the hell out of here. But see, that's the thing. He was just in charge of SmackDown. Now we're talking about both shows. I feel like it's a, a figurehead role, so they can just kind of keep him out the keep him out the box. Oh, really? So you think it's just trying to keep him away from AEW? It, it, it's it's a you know oh, God, I forget the terminology, but there's a there was an old Japanese business tactic where you promoted incompetence so that it wouldn't get in the way. Wow. Not to say that Paul is incompetent, but maybe his views aren't what Vince wants to happen. So if so you that's kind of what you said, though. So as a that selfish fan, <laughs> as a selfish fan, I think that the, the deprived fans of today and youth of today that are have no idea what living is and experience wrestling is deserve a motivated and unchained Paul Heyman to be creative and 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 call the shots for a wrestling promotion. If that's my what you... god, my god if somebody gave him some company were to give Heyman the keys, oh my god, me selfishly, Jesus. <laughs> I would love to see what I'm interested because I don't I, I don't feel Paul Heyman would be interested in doing such a thing. But I thought you if, were saying if he if, if he was interested, oh my god, oh my god. god. You know that Heyman, yeah, like Heyman's promotion is just like, yo, you're the first person I'm gonna say no to. Like, like, shut the fuck up. So it'd be, you're right, it would be fucking crazy, but I don't see that happening because they're gonna oh, give no, him no. a lot of money. Yeah, he's yeah. Just gonna, Shut the fuck up right there, because <laughs> the talent. That's what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I would have been nice, but, you know, I'm selfish like that. Gentlemen, what's bumping this week? Bumping, 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 bumping. How about the tag team division? Ooh, talk about Ooh. that shit. That shit's talk dead. That shit is... I'm no, no. No, sirve, caca, masura. Eh. What happened? Did it get some kind of revival this week or something? There was there, there was an interesting revival this week, but there's been a lot to do with storylines and tag teams this week. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind 
is the Street Profits and, and Viking Raiders getting significant amount of time. Have you guys been following this bullshit? Kaka sandwich. I'm playing Smash Brothers right now. <laughs> Yo, that no. it had its moments that were kind of like chuckle worthy. I do like Ivar being like the ladies man. Like that shit, that shit cracks me up. But that's it. That's the running joke. That's the running joke of these segments. Yeah, after that is like that's it. Like I just want to see the fat dude get all the bitches. <laughs> shout, out to Gary. shout out to but, Gary. But well, when you have, well, when you have Otis getting that already, <laughs> it's kind of redundant. Right? You're like, ah, oh, I don't care. Can't all this lap. <laughs> Otis, Otis getting that extra, extra love right now. Well, but, but you see, like, like o- Otis is like the long shot, and and um, I, <laughs> I far as kind of, kind of like your your uh, your Mark Henry, the the white chocolate version. Wow. <laughs> nice. Nice. I can't wait Yo, to see that. You about to say some shit? Yeah, man. That was I didn't hear a word you said. But I, I think that this week's overall exhibition of tag team quality matches has been spectacular outside of that kind of bullshit. Because we did get a revival appearance. AEW Dynamite. Their debut match, FTR against the Butcher and the Blade. Did you guys pay attention? Jesus. Yes, we did. Mm -hmm. They are really fucking good at what they do. Tag team wrestling is what they do. That match, I thought, had a, a lot of potential to be just a sleeper, like snoozer, whack, whatever. It wasn't. It was dope as shit. And I hope it leads to a tag team tournament. I really so how think. Much, how much was that of more? You were excited that they were gone and back in a new some somewhere new, or was it like did you see them not do com- completely different shit than what they do in the ring in WWE? I wouldn't say completely different shit. I felt like they had more ownership of what they were doing. I don't know. It just felt smoother the way they were doing it. I, you know what I mean? Like there was. They felt more thing. comfortable then. Yeah, maybe. And I think the longer that they, that they get to match up like that, the better they will be. I, I just love their finish. Yeah. The uh, the assisted uh, pile driver. Uh, oh, that's that's that's. Oh. Which, which, that's which for me, I think it was like a personal fu to Vince because Vince told them that they he didn't see them as Iron and Tully. And that's Arn and Tully's old finish. Ooh. And Arn and well, Tully, they were, they were at the crowd. They were in the crowd that, that, on, yeah. on that night watching them, too. Yeah, they were in the crowd. And Jericho kept saying notes. it. Like, that was a thing. Oh, that's he another thing. Right? Yeah, that was also a fine, somewhat. Ooh, it was. in the mail. $10,000 coming. I'm sure. And I, I, I heard the pile driver was banned in a lot of places. But that wasn't the only tag team wrestling we're talking about. Like, we also saw... Listen. Guys, wait, 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 wait. Before you go on to the next one, did you guys even th- see the promo that they put out before the match? Even on social media? Talking about, like, you're about to get some ass whooping. You're not going to get no flips, no nothing. Kind of honing into what they bring to the table is phenomenal. Yeah, I want to see Sorry, 
That's right. You said another tag team, so go ahead. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait, what, what about what about the new uh, women's tag team that were crowned on SmackDown? Yo, with uh, the boss Sasha Banks and Bailey. What what's Bailey being called now? The double strap champ. Is that what it is? Bailey dose straps. Elite dose straps. And Sonya Deville said, "I'll leave it there." Right on Twitter. Hey, hey what else? You know, you know she knows what she was doing. She knew what she was saying. Uh huh. Porque le gusta. Le gusta la gasolina. And when I saw this match, I really enjoyed how the heat have friction, right? Bailey and Sasha, as heel tag team, I feel, should always have some sort of friction. Like, I also feel like the Butcher and the Blade should do this a little bit. Where, mm -hmm. like, they kind of, like, get mad at each other. I think that aggressive heel tag teams should have more of this quality. I want to see that, like, they're, they're both getting at it. Like, Hyena's fucking getting their break. They might bite at each other. They're like, you know, back up, motherfucker. Like, you fucked up, whatever. But then, like, they come back and they, they fight again. I want to see more of that. I know that it's all leading to a breakup anyway, but you should always feel like heel tag teams are going to break up, like, on the brink of breakup. I think that's the what Battles of Eagles always has to play a role, right? Because yeah. it just creates for more storylines, right? And then even if they lose, they were to lose a match, you use that tension to kind of devalue the fact that they lost, right? And it still are you know, put them together, and they're good, and they're still as competitive as anybody else. So it just adds to, to the feel of the, and the nature of the match. I think it's important. And it's great that they do do that. Uh, now, the question is, with Bailey now having both these titles, does it eventually lead to them feuding again? I think so, man. I think that's the, that's the, uh, that's the payoff, man. Right. I think this is where you finally get Sasha and Bailey, and you got to do it right. Like, And unfortunately... The, the road leading here so far has been bumpy as fuck. Like, uninteresting, but then interesting, but then uninteresting, and then it's like, but we got what we got. So, and now we're here. So, it, so who do you think takes it from? Is it going to be Bliss and Cross? Or is it going to be the group that I kind of consider The only like, other tag team in the division? Maybe. You, you mean the modern-day Edge and Christian? The Iconics? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know any other tag well, team in this. Well, this is what I think is going to happen. Nobody's going to take the strap off of them because I think what's going to happen is you're going to see tag team champions go up against each other for the women's title at SummerSlam. So, so uh, and Austin and uh, HBK. Exactly. Exactly. Also, also a reason why they won't lose to anybody in the division because they'll have more than three matches and win them. <laughs> this is facts. true. You so, know, and that's only three weeks of television. If they want to be clever storyline wise, though, they should also have make them uh, defend their tag team championship that night too. And if something happens within the match and that battle of eagles, you see that play out through in the story of the match. Where like if you know Bailey starts to get fucked up a little bit, Sasha's gonna take her time to get there because later tonight she got a title match versus Bailey. You know what I mean? So, okay. could be interesting. I'm with J it. JP, it's a battle of what? A battle of wits. Uh, <laughs> you kept saying eagles. Oh, eagles. Oh, eagles. Yeah. Oh, all right. I thought, like, the Philadelphia Eagles is just going to be fighting out here. Nah, 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 eagles, nah fuck them. They got this yeah. white tongue, you know what I mean? 
Speaking of tag teams, and another tag team I just wanted to shout out, right, was the New Day and Shorty G this week, right? They uh, they fought Cesaro and uh, Shinsuke, and I forgot who the fuck else was in that match. But it was a really, really good tag team match. It was fast-paced, nice, like, flow to it. I just felt like this week, everybody really stepped up their tag team game. And even Miz and Morrison got a little love even though it wasn't in the ring. But uh, this whole bullshit with Braun, have you guys been paying attention? Unfortunately. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so they're doing this bullshit-ass prank war. I think it's pretty <sighs> funny. I, I like. I, if this is what Miz is going to do, then, then all right, I'll take it. All right? So uh, I'm not a big fan of Morrison anyway, but I can always appreciate Braun Strowman for flipping shit. What was what was that prank show that the network had back in the day? Punked? Oh, uh, not punked. Oh. Was it? Yeah. Swerve? See, see what Swerve. you think. Swerve. 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 Yeah. It was for the creators I, of, of of Jackass. So. It is, yeah. Well, they look. Well, Miz and John Morrison look like jackasses doing all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know who doesn't look like a jackass? Don't Maurice. Good lord. Okay, so, speaking of uh, the women's division, yo, there were some debuts that occurred this week. So, Io Shirai, we already talked on that. Awesome, the fact that she's won. And uh, interesting data, in fact, that came out the night of the pay-per-view is that her record in NXT is pretty phenomenal. I didn't realize she hadn't taken too many L's. So, awesome. Looking forward to seeing where this leads to. But you have to give the debut of the night to Dina. Oh, so you know who I'm talking about. Oh, you're talking about the uh, Virtuosa? Uh, yes. Dina in, in Impact? She That's made an Impact right. jumping uh, jump uh, Jordan Grace there? Yes, yes, yes. After which was a pretty good match of Taya Valkyrie versus Jordan Grace. Big Mama Pump. Main event. Big Mama yeah. Pump. Looking, looking thick and juicy as usual. Um, the night, the main event of the night, and then to end the night, you have Peraza come out and debut for Impact. What a way to make an impact. Main event, right? Right away, huh? With it. I'm with it. She has the in-ring talent. <laughs> Give her a chance to prove it, right? Big difference there. Big difference there. And another... Uh, so, uh, we, we kind of called it the beginning of this whole pandemic situation of no fans. And all of that, and the, the the limited roster, chance for opportunity. And, and in such opportunity, we've had new champions: Apollo Cruz, United States champions. Diana Perazzo is in the main event picture now. And now, talk about Bobby Lashley and this incredible push with MVP, which has revamped his uh, Raw career. And now we're getting some of his best gun, gun. He's making the Viking Raiders tap out to the full mountain. Bobby, relax. Fully generic moves. And Let's they're tapping go out. Let's go back about 30 episodes. When all I wanted to do was shit in my hands and clap. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, didn't he twerk in front of the camera back in the day? <laughs> you got to stop doing that. Bitch. Way back when. Couple if weeks. you listen to how we talked about Bobby Lashley in those episodes... It, it wasn't was me. First 
thing on television. Nobody wanted to see Bobby Lashley. He was a boring ass motherfucker because he was not believable. Here we are. He makes a very credible champion threat to Drew McIntyre, who's been booked very, very strongly after defeating Dang. Brock. And then Big Show in the, in the same night for whatever reason. But that, to me, is fucking great booking, bro. I want to see that shit. I would love to see fucking Lashley get that shit. And it makes me excited to see that they turned my opinion over. Yo, because he was boring as shit. And a lot of that has to do with MVP. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. MVP. Vic, did you think I was going to say something else? Because it also no. has to do with the fact that there are a lot of things happening right now that would sure make Vince look good after he gives Apollo Crews that U.S. title and gives a lot of face time to a lot of the minority, diverse, black talent on the card. Just you seems said like... It. I mean, we, 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 we got a new 24-7 champ recently, right? For like the 36th time. 36th time? The 36th the 365 champ. Uh, I will Think say about- this. I will say this. It's about time. The Full Nelson, it makes sense. When, when you have traps the size of camel's humps, like, you need to be have a move that's going to squeeze something. You need, like, he has the proportions to make you believe if this man grabs you, he's going to squeeze the life out of you. And a Full Nelson is a very uncomfortable move. That he could pull off. He was swinging people around. I'm with it. And that's the thing, right? He was swinging people around. I'm glad you said that. It's not even so much the move. It's the lasting impression afterwards. Mm -hmm. When when he fucking thrashes them around and they're limp as a shit, Mm -hmm. he fucking tosses them to the side and you you look so physically imposing. That is a perfect image for a guy that looks like Bobby Lashley. He is huge. He should be a threat. He should be a monster. This is where he can rip. And honestly, I I, didn't, I never thought I would say that. I never thought I could vouch for Bobby Lashley. Yo, Mister, the way you said that, bro, it sounds like a night. It sounds like after a night with JP, bro. That's what it sounds like. Uh, <laughs> we will definitely get there soon. But one place that we got to get to. Talk to the side. There? Why are we getting there? Let's talk about that hourglass. That Ooh. popped out of nowhere. Yes. Yo, the Ooh. clock is ticking and mesute. Casi me cago, bro. Casi me cago, bro. Yo. So, Ross, so my, is he so going to take question. that shit? So, first question, yo. First question. Was Scarlett lip syncing the song? She was. That's her yeah. voice. Oh, I know she shit. sang the song, but she was oh, okay. lip syncing it, right? Was that their uh, comeback to uh, people doing the Judas challenge? I'm unaware. I'm unaware. Is this nah, going to start picking up every week? Because the one thing I will notice, every time they come out, the chant that they have, fall down and pray or some shit like that. Fall and pray, fall and pray. Fall and pray, people are chanting that shit. They so are. I wonder if that's going to develop that. Because if you listen to the lyrics, it's very easy to follow. <laughs> that's all it says. 
Just say no, 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 no. That's not, that's not what's in the lyrics. It's her singing, but I'm saying like it's a it's a very feasible song for people to remember. So I'm just putting that out there because he's over like Rover. I mean, so, Alistair Black did uh, did also come out after every damn Andrade and Zelina match. So so here's the thing, right? Um, <laughs> what, what does that have to do with anything? I have no idea. Because you, you know called it. <laughs> wow. Oh, because I called it. You right. <laughs> Right. See, I'm, I'm a little. That I'm was your thing, not mine. Oh, ADHD like a motherfucker. God damn. But <laughs> of the group, I get it. What? Um, hourglass was down. A lot of people online are not sold about Cross. Really? And they, and they think that he's another Mark Merrill. Whoa! Wow! wow. How is that for a flame? Drizzling shit take. So that, that that to me says more about what people think of Scarlet. Yes. Also, because because the reason why the Mark Merrill comment stings is because Sable was more over than Mark Merrill. Right. So oh, I see the reference now, and now that I think about it, I well, still know that they're wrong. <laughs> and this guy's a fan. And this guy's a fan. <laughs> you know what I think the most wonderful thing about all of that's gonna be is the fact that Karrion Cross is gonna just shit on all those doubters because the man has talent the man has talent and I can't wait three years down the line when we finally see what we deserve to see what we HPC were witness to in Atlantic City last year it's finally gonna give him what he wants, and we'll see Karrion Cross versus Batista. I don't give a fuck if it's in your house. Let's see it. Let's see it. And a belly button. And a belly button ring match. I'm not playing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> in your house, you know. Nah, that's 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 is that sun that I don't like. That that sun tattoo. Oh, <laughs> it's a sun. That's that, I don't I'm not a fan of. But I mean, this, I don't you Stuber, have the don't you have the moon where the... I saw the movie Stuber. It wasn't bad. It's it similar wasn't... character. It's you know, hey man, he's making his money. It's but it's still better than when John Cena's put out. But shout out to John Cena and uh, his, his donation that came out today, putting his money where his mouth is. I love it. Ooh, yo, coronavirus, son. You gotta watch that money. No, no, no. He put it towards the Black Lives Matter movement. So how we how we feel about uh, AEW's finish this week? Damn, so, find me again? I forgot the finish. So, yeah. um, Jake Hager shows up and attacks Arn Anderson after the um after the Cody match when he defended against Mark Quinn. Um, and then Private Party comes out with Hardy, attacks Hager with the chairs. Guevara comes out and Ortiz comes out and it turns into like a big ass brawl. Cody grabs the mic and tells Hager that he could have a TNT Championship match next week. So, no, uh, no, for Fighter Fest. It's for oh, Fighter for Fighter Fest. Fest? Oh shit, for Fighter Fest. Yeah. Well, yeah. first before you go into that, uh, Cody had a, like a spot fest or he was part of a spot fest with uh, that gentleman from Private Party, was he not? I saw uh, some uh, four fifty flips at one point off out of the ring or something. I personally was stuck at 
I unfortunately I was watching uh, what was happening on NXT, Dexter Loomis versus Adam Cole. So I didn't get to see the finish. That's what I saw at the end of what happened with Hager, but I didn't see the entire match. But watching the highlights, it seemed like it was pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, but was NXT. When you have Dexter yeah. Loomis versus Adam Cole, please. Come did, on, it, did anybody did anybody catch that corkscrew DDT for Mark Quinn on Cody Rhodes? Yeah, sick. that was dope. When the hell have you seen something like that? That man think, is innovative. I think that's what that was all about, man. Get get that man in 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 the in the TV, get it in the spotlight, and you know, try to get him a little push here because uh, you know it's, Yo, it's the right thing to do. You need to shake it up. Somebody like that. That's an opportunity to expose him because he's still on a tag team, right? Yeah. But it's an opportunity to legitimize to be allowed. What's the crowd reaction? Is there a single run possible for this person? That's true. I'm sure that's what they did with, with, with Hitman back in the day. You know, yeah. the tag team division, and then eventually they started springing them out. Like, mm. The Royal Rumbles, as far as I remember being a fan, Royal Rumbles is where he really stood out as far as Hitman. Uh, uh, that, that's... And splitting up tag teams in that way, like not splitting them up, but, you know, like letting them have single shine really builds up the undercard. It does. Like, yep. can, right, right, right. They can right. and have really, really good matches, and it really doesn't hurt because they're tag team wrestlers, whatever. Like, he was having a really good match with Cody. Like, it was a Rush. really good So, exhibitions like that, like, are kind of dope. I wish they did that shit more everywhere. The, the only ones that don't work for, unfortunately, for me and my perspective, is the Usos, man, because they look too much alike. So, it's not... It's either way. They're representing... I mean, they, I mean, they tried they it. They, they tried it a few weeks back when they put... Uh, Jay Uso in the Battle Royale. Yes, yeah, yes. They've done, they've done it. They've done it. Yeah. Throughout, especially when one of them has been hurt and things of that nature, but it's still a representation of the Usos. Right. Like, right. when you think of, like, the, the the Heart Foundation, all of them could have singles because they didn't look alike, but you knew what they what they belonged to. But they were able right. to do their own single thing. The Usos, are, I, I still can't tell the difference between the two. And I'm sorry. I know they're fraternal twins, but I still can't tell. Now it really stands out to... to pick them apart in the middle of a, of a match um, sometimes. It's the same but, with Jeff Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what, what did stand out is what I want to get into next. Uh, what's the HPC of the week, gentlemen? Who was the heel of this week? Who pissed us off this week? James Dolan. No? Oh, wow. That's 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 for uh, another podcast that we run. <laughs> the heel of the week. The Charlotte. 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 I'll tell you why. Charlotte goes out, loses her NXT championship, and is right at the front of the line for the Raw Women's Championship starts. So? You just met. You just met. There is a petition online, an official <laughs> change.org petition. The you just met petition. To stop giving Charlotte Flair title shots. <laughs> The petition has reached full signatures. Like, it's gotten completely back. Oh, so that goes God. to WWE now, and they've got to do... They've got to say it something. It's in the you just Mad Foundation box for the donation <laughs> of the you just Mad support system. Because you don't matter. So, so, so are people <laughs> online saying they wish it was Charlotte that was pregnant, not Becky? Do we need some time away from Charlotte? Because I think she's doing the best work she's She's, she's been consistent. It's, I'm not yeah, mad it's, at seeing Charlotte in any match, honestly. It legitimizes the, the person she's going up against. 
Right. So I, I'm not tired of it, but if y'all tired of it, y'all need to sophisticate your palate because uh, you're seeing talent out there, brothers. That 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 you don't you don't get that often, especially in WWE. What else? What was what the pop of the week this week? Wait, wait, before we go to pop, I can't believe you guys forgot about my heel of the week, Chris Jericho beating Orange Cassidy. Oh my god. Wow. That was beating the hell out of him with blood oranges. Yo. It took a good back to the hood, bro. Yo. Exactly. Orange. So my pop of the week is Chris Jericho beating the brute <laughs> shit. <laughs> And the pulp out of Orange Squeeze Cassidy. Yo, le sacaron el juguito a Orange Cassidy. <laughs> they turned him into Morito Ñando. My heel of the week, my heel, heel, heel of the week will definitely have to go to Randy Orton. Because... <laughs> oh. I ran a like that. I mean, it, nobody expected it. What's the purpose? It's uh, out of nowhere. He's just trying to be a dick for fun, bro. That's fun. Yeah. Thanks. I hear that. Oh, you know, Escobar, didn't he uh, turn on Drake Maverick? That's my pop of the week. Oh. oh that's, that's my pop of the week. It got me. Because, yeah. holy crap, they actually had a storyline that they've consistently put out for weeks. And it came, it came into fruition. Yo, it actually did something holy, fucking once. Holy Where crap, was it happened on NXT. Of course, it only happened on NXT, because... Yeah. Exactly. It's like, he is a hijo de puta. That's dope. I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> Another it, it fucking works. Is this the gentleman that unmasked? Yeah. Gotcha. Another uh, for heel of the week, Taz and Brian Cage. Yeah. Oh, nice. John Moxley. Broke a car window. I thought that was pretty dope. That was a job, nice moment. Yeah. Yo, I thought, I thought Taz was going to get run over when Brian Cage was storming at John Moxley from the back. <laughs> nah, Taz got, yeah. quick, got quick feet. Like, okay. Yeah, he got quick yeah. feet. He's little, but he got quick feet. Whoop. Yeah, he heard that. He heard that. So he was like, fuck this. Uh, Pop of the week got to go to Io Shirai, right? Io Shirai yeah. winning the NXT championship, for sure. Right, yeah. right. No doubt. Uh, chair shots. Anything standing Ay out? Dio. Ay, Dios mío. I want to tell you, for, for me, is definitely the Street Profits on Raw, man. Can I see these guys performing in the ring, man? I'm, I'm done with these fucking good aims. Are we uh, going to get the tiebreaker at Backlash? Oh, is, that what, is that where this is going? Mm. In a As an actual match, you mean? As an actual match. Maybe. I guess. Well, if you want to know what we think about if that match becomes a, a part of Backlash, you got to tune into our pre-show. Because Sunday, 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 Backlash Sunday. is going to be elevated. I say it again. It's going to be elevated by the best pre-show you can find, ladies and gentlemen, your brothers, the bad guys of Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots. We're going to be here dishing the fine-tuned critique to the most trashiest pay-per-view there will be this weekend. Because the storylines have been terrible. Nah, I'm playing. It should be fun. It's not going to be TakeOver, though. It's the greatest but match ever. I am glad. I am glad. Oh, the best wrestling match in the world? Right. That's what we talk about? That's what we talk about? We're going to talk about that. 
Yeah, that's a chair shot and a half. Chair shot of the fucking moment. Because that's all the goddamn time we have for you folks this week. <sighs> if you want more of the damn bad guys, you tune in on Sunday. Because that's what we going to let loose. we going to let it fly. This Backlash pay-per-view got a lot of splaining to do, man. We got to tell you something about it. Thank out, thank all. Pretty chubby. Tell them what the fuck they do on iTunes, man. Check us out at HPC2 Suite on Facebook, Twitter, IG. And look us up on YouTube at Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and hit those little notifications when you know that the Chubby Meister is on. Thank you. 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 Thank you.